you need to start by saying, "Are you ready for winter?" <sighs> in in what kind of give me a in what kind of tone? You say you start, and you'd be like, "Tim, where are you?" Tim, where are you? Yeah, and then you'll say something, and then I'd say, "Are you ready for winter?" Yeah, perfect. Okay, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Tim, where where are you? I am here. But I just mm. you've you probably want to ask me something, don't you? What what do you want to ask me? Well, <laughs> the, the only question that can be asked, Tim. Are you ready for winter? Well, I'll let I'll let my look be the answer. Oh, dear. Good to be back, isn't it? Oh, isn't it nice? It's a bit of a mess in here, mind. But uh, dusty. You know, yeah, it's really dusty. How does it get dusty? You know There's no one in it. No one's been in here. Well, it's funny you say that. So I, well, actually, when I was doing my winter seasons in Vale, Colorado, back in back in the nineties, um, we worked in a restaurant called Two Elk, mm. and Two Elk was at the very top of uh, Vale Mountain, at the top of the Back Bowls. The top of China Bowl. If anybody's been to Vale, they've probably been to Two Elk. Huge restaurant, seats about a thousand people, massive. Um, but we'd be the last. We'd be the la- I know on the mountain. I know, and the burgers. It was so expensive. Anyway, uh, we'd be the last ones in. We'd put all the tables up at the end of the season. You know, at the end of uh, at the end of Ma- uh, April, excuse me. Um, and then we'd be the first ones back in in the um, in the autumn, taking all the tables down again. And they do get dusty. And it's funny because you think, where's the dust coming from? I just only vacuumed this six months ago. Look at the state of the place. (laughs) (laughs) It's the reality, isn't it? That most people that try and, you know, spend a large chunk of their lives out in the mountains have to do some kind of menial job to actually make it a reality. Because you ain't going to do it as a a, famous snowboarder. It's just not going to happen. I mean, the, the number of skids that I cleaned off a toilet... You know, rich people Mate. mostly skids. It's just is their poo I, different? I, is their is their poo different to no, ours? No, no, it smells <laughs> the same. It looks the same. I mean, it'd be amazing if it smelt better. I mean, you, the, the food they eat, it should smell lovely. It should be like little smears of truffle that you kind of you like happily sniff all day long. But it's not. They stink. They, rich people stink. They reek. But I would do it happily. I would polish turds off a toilet. Uh, t- so long as I could get free time on a mountain, that- that's what it's about, isn't it? That's kind of why you do it. It 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 absolutely is what it's about. And do you know what? From doing those seasons, I was I was really very lucky. I did thirteen winter seasons in total. And um, it's funny this time of year, as the leaves start to turn, as the temperature drops, and things like the ski show come around, and the anticipation of the winter season, I, I just I get it. And it's I think mm. it's ingrained for me because I did my first. I did my first winter away when I was 16 years of age. I didn't go to school or college or anything like that. I went straight you didn't off to go to school. Colorado to the Rocky never Mountains. have guessed that. I'd never have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, and um, and and I, you know, 
I think from doing all those winter seasons and this time of year, October, start of November, you'd be booking your flight and you'd have the phone call from Vale Resort saying, we'd like to renew your work visa. Do you want to come and work for us again? You'd be like, yeah, you know. So it's like, I think it's just ingrained in me still. And obviously I've not done a winter season for 14 years or something. It's, um, it's still there. It's still this time of year, man. It gets excited. And actually, incidentally, it's not just me because as you said, you, you know, you get excited this time of year. But also... Um, it was the Birmingham Ski Show a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Birmingham Ski and Snowboard Show, I should say. And, uh, mate, people are frothing. The winter is coming and everybody's well excited. Yeah, because because it's just not great everywhere else, you know. And if you can get away and get on the mountain, then, you know, why not just get excited about it? And that's, this is the thing I've sort of found. Getting older. Oh, God, I sound awful now. I'm a dad now, too. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. But you, you sort of, you hit that point in your life where, you know, season air life and sort of doing it, you know, working in the mountains and doing the sort of the, that, that seasonal rotation is great. But then you kind of have to, we don't have to, but there comes a point where you sort of like inevitably settle. And then it's that realisation that, ah, oh, fuck, I've got to pay for my own flights I've got <laughs> I've got a book accommodation and actually pay for yeah. it. Yeah. And it then becomes really, really expensive. Like and it is, like the reality about skiing and snowboarding or just getting out to the mountains at all is super, super expensive. So the fact yeah. that people are still like, Do you know what? Fuck all the shit going on in the world right now. I wanna yeah. go out to the mountains is testament to how amazing it is. Like it's just the best thing in the world. So Good. I'm glad there was lots of people there. I was supposed to be there yeah. with you, but my car broke down. So, it's, you know, um, that will it's stop a form you. of meditation, isn't it? It's going to the mountains is that form of meditation. And it's, it is, you know, your mental well-being is as important as anything else. And, and you're absolutely right, man. There are a lot You can't just drop that, that in there, r- riding on the fucking mental health bandwagon without sort of giving it some kind of legitimacy. I mean, like, what, what, what? Like, it, 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 do you see it, do you genuinely like see it as like a do you find it like soul soothing do you find it relaxing do you know what we i thought this was going to be a teaser but let's rip the lid off let's go absolutely full in 100 percent is it good there for it you go on <laughs> nice lids off 100 percent. this is this is is it it's good for you well but you just said it then without even thinking about it you said mm. all the shit going on in the world, and yet still people are like, fuck it, I'm going to the mountains. Because it is, it's, it, it resets your soul, it makes you happy. And being happy is so important, and it just helps to outweigh all the negative rubbish in your life. Admittedly, it does cost you £95 million, but that's not the point. Um, it, it's, it, a week in the mountains is a proper good soul reset. Mm. For me especially i absolutely love it and i'm really fortunate you know i've got with my work i do get to go to the mountains quite a bit more than a lot of people so i know i'm very fortunate but i also need it spoke earlier about that conditioning every year for 14 seasons 13 seasons even that that you know from going away and being in the mountains for that amount of time i now have to do it i physically have to go because uh if i don't i burst into flames i believe it Whilst we're, whilst we're sort of on this, because I feel like I don't, I don't know what other opportunity I'm going to get to sort of, just you know, dig into your origin story. Like, what, what was the point, you know, in your in in Tim Woodward's life where 
you were like, yeah, this is this is it, man. This is what we're getting so deep here. This is what I want. This is what I need. I can, right I now. can, I can tell you. I can absolutely tell you to the second when it was. Go on. So, little backstory. I learned mm. to snowboard indoors at the snow dome. I'd already skied outside, so I knew the mountains and I knew what that was all about. But I was a very terrible skier. It was five days with school in Bardonecchia in Italy when I was 14 years of age. Then I came back off the school ski trip and my mom got me a, a learn to uh, no got me a five pound ski voucher at the snow dome. So I went to the snow dome and I skied for five pounds for an hour. And I really enjoyed actually skiing. In, I just love skiing anyway, but skiing indoors was great. But I was a skateboarder, a very terrible skateboarder, but I was a skateboarder. We're talking the baggy jeans, the dyed hair, the, yeah, the bike chain hanging off your wallet, all the all of the above. So mm. I was a skateboarder at heart. And when I got to the snow dome, I saw they had snowboards. And when I was, as I was walking out after that one hour session, I I don't know what came over me, but... I just walked up to the front desk and I said to the guy behind the front desk, I said, do you do work experience here? And he went, well, we've only been open a month, but yeah, I guess, why not? So he spoke to the duty manager, a guy called, um, I can't remember his surname, but it was Dave. Shout out Dave, if you're listening. He's not listening. Um, and uh, he, he said, yeah, come and do your work experience. Did my work experience, and on day one of my work experience, one of the girls that I was working with said to me... Um, I said, oh, I'd love to go snowboarding. And she looked at the rotor and she said, well, Chris Pratt is the instructor. Uh, he'll give you a lesson. Uh, jump on, there's nobody on it. And on my first lesson, I was riding from the top and I could just do it. And from that moment on, until I went to the mountains on a snowboard, I probably snowboarded every single day. And then that's not even an exaggeration. I got quite good quite quickly just because i was riding super fast and then like i said when i turned 16 turned 16 in the may and in that december i flew away for my first ever winter season first time ever on an airplane was flying to america on my own to do three months in winter park at Colorado. 16 as well and it was That's at 16 so young. and on that very i know and on that very first day I went to the top of the mountain. I went to the very top on a snowboard. And I'd been to the mountains before, but I don't think it really... It was lost on me as a 14-year-old boy at school to ski. Or maybe it might be even been 13 at the time. But certainly when I got to the top of that mountain, on my own at 16, I just looked around and I was like, this is actually ridiculous where I am right now. Obviously couldn't phone my mom, couldn't text her, could none of that because this was back in 1971 or whatever it was. But I basically started to ride down the mountain... And within about 20 feet of leaving the top of the lift, I was already going faster than I'd ever gone at the Snowdome in my life. And my mind was, it was like a, it was like a boom. The, the, I reckon if I'd have been on a brain scanner, it would have been the exact same part of my brain that gets addicted to class A drugs. Not that I'm addicted to class A drugs, but that is what would have fired. And at that point, I was just like, I am doing this for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So oh. I can remember. So when you say, "Can I remember the turning point?" Yeah, that was it. I just feel. I feel like I, I've just got this, this image of little Tim, not your penis, going like you know, <laughs> that mountain. <laughs> really, you know, his little knees trembling. Like, oh, here we go. Oh, I like that. Oh, well, I'm delighted that you got the opportunity to do it. Hey, well, we should probably we should probably crack on because we've just been rambling on. But I like that. 
I like yes. that we've uh, we've kicked off with that. But yes, the Apre is back. Back. It's back. Woo! It's back. And um, we've got a season like, well, like no, like none of the others because it will be better and longer and slightly different, mixing things up a little bit. Um, we don't want to give too much away at the moment, but no. it, we are coming back. We are coming back. So, of course, we're going to be bringing back all of our little features that we enjoy, a few new ones. We're going to be bringing back a, a smorgasbord of guests. You love that we? word. You love that word. I do. It's my favourite word. It is a good a word. Quiver. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, guests galore. Let's be honest here. It's guests yes. galore. And also, you know, we want you involved a lot more too. You know, uh, you can get in touch we with really us do. at any time. And we're going to be really pushing that loads this season a lot because we like hearing from you it, it makes us feel like um what does it make us feel it makes us feel like tim did when he was 20 meters down that first slope <laughs> in america at the age of 16 are you are you going out this year have you got any holidays sorted you gonna go out with the family um so actually after we'd finished the podcast cast last year i did take the family to Saint-Foy. we drove down in the van which was cool um kept it nice and cheap took a took a huge box of food um and we stayed at a really really nice a really nice and really cheap bit of accommodation actually and in fact if you're listening and you want to go away with your family i will tell you about that place because it's incredible but I won't tell you today. You'll have to wait for the series to come out for me to tell you that. But you yeah, had a really amazing cheap stay um, in France. Um, as for this year, we would love to do it. But cost of living crisis. Um, I'm not too sure, mate. Um, you'll get out sure there, I'm not too sure if I You'll get out I will. Well, it, well it me work. for work. Yes, yeah. me for work. I'm going to be doing the commentary at the World Champs in Georgia. Hopefully, I think that's going to come off. And um, have you seen I'm the face of Ingham's Holidays? Have you seen You're that? the face. You are the face of Ingham's Holidays. Yeah. They've put your I face am the on face. their holidays. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I book a holiday. Well, hang on, is it? If I, so if I book a holiday with Ingham's, your face. I see your face. What do you mean you're the you're the Better face that, of Ingham's holidays? What's that mean? Like the like the Coco Pops face? You're the it's... like the monkey? Yeah, I'm like the monkey. No, um, basically, there's a really radical advert that's going to be doing the rounds very shortly on there. In fact, you can get it on my social media. Go and have a look at my Instagram at Tim underscore Warwood, and okay. you can see my little advert. And I filmed that last year. We went to Obergurgle. Um in fact, did we not record the Paddy... When I was when we recorded the Paddy Graham episode... You were in Obergurgle. Yes, you were. I was in Obergurgle with Ingham's. And, um, ah. yeah, they very kindly asked me back this year. So I think I'm Look going back that. this year as well. How did cool. they say it, though, Tim? Yeah. Did, they go, did they go, Tim? They went, we you are you. so good looking. We want <laughs> you. We want you, Tim, to be the face. The actual face... Of Ingham's. That, no, we're going to drop no. our logo. We're just going to have your face there. And people will know that it's us. They go, oh, that's not Tim Woodward. That's Ingham's. That is Ingham's. Is that, what, is that what they said? They looked around and they went, we need a dad that is oh. a cross-section of Great Britain that is slightly 
overweight and can kind of ride a snowboard. He'll do. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was wicked. I had a really good time. So, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the Ingham's advert. If you see a guy snowboarding in a purple coat, it's me. That's me. <laughs> um, and um, the winter's coming. The winter is here, pretty much. The high alpine is already going off. The uh, glaciers are in full swing. I saw a, an amazing photo of Hintertux the other day that uh, Shemi Alcott showed me um, at the snow show. And that just looked beautiful. looked like winter. And Sasfay, stomping grounds, all the freestylers there at the minute throwing down. We've seen some huge tricks. The Kerr Big Air is this weekend and the first of the inner city Big Air contests. So that's taking place. Um, Lax Open is coming back for next year. It's the World Champs next year in Georgia. What else to tell you? There's just loads. X Games will be back. It's just... The whole calendar is going to fill up. It's not an Olympic qualifying year or anything like that. So it's just a case for people to get out. Oh, no, it is Olympic qualifying year. Excuse me. Last year wasn't. So this year. So loads of big contests. All the guys and girls are going to be absolutely smashing it. Um, and we're there for you. And like Ollie says as well, we want to hear from you. So if you've got holiday booked, if you're going away, if or if you don't know where to go, maybe you want some tips, advice, hit me and Ollie up. Ollie. Believe it or not, is a uh, snow sports and has been a snow sports journalist. So he knows his way around a little bit of uh, mountain travelery, don't you? Um, I know some tips and bits when it comes to kit and resorts. So if you want to know anything, just get in touch with us. Yeah, I mean, I am, though, that kind of that, that, that bloke that thinks he knows what he's talking about, but doesn't really, you know, oh, I'm that one. So, so am know. I. Yep. So am I, and I've made a living doing it for the BBC <laughs> as a commentator. <laughs> I just take Tim's advice. I don't don't go with mine. Mine's mine's terrible. No, you don't want to. You don't want to go with my advice. No way. Ah oh, man. Well, here we are. We're back. We put our put our feet up. We're just put, all we've got to do now is sit here and wait for the door to knock. Because it will knock at some point. <laughs> it will. The chalet door will knock. 